Testing. Okay. 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 1 p.m. everyone. 1 p.m. Mohammed and Tawi here. Um, I try to keep up to date. I'm doing a little web browsing right now. Just kind of digging on the internet for whatever pops into my curiosity box. I probably ask about 15 things a day. And I don't ever like go past the answer on most things I look up. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes you know when to proceed. Sometimes you're just being lazy. I'm definitely guilty of being lazy. Oh my god. Let me see. So when I first started this whole stock trading thing, I really didn't know what I was getting into. And now that I have kind of been playing with it for a couple years. And you think you know what you're doing, but you don't. It's kind of funny. So there are a lot of traders on YouTube. There's a lot of people who make money. And it doesn't have to be millions of dollars. It can be 100000 a year. If you're making fifty, amazing. If you can manage to profit twenty, thirty, ten thousand a year, it's amazing. It really is hard. It's hard. Not because trading itself is hard. It's so beyond you. It's kind of hard sometimes to to aim for a really specific thing is what you have to do. Aim for a really specific target. And give yourself a time frame and live with the results. It's kind of like, um, what do I would imagine, like being a coach in the NFL? Putting together a game plan, scripting it based on the opposing team, obviously. And yeah, living with how your players play. I just had an episode where I talked about partly my uncomfortability in buying new subscriptions based on the fact that it's a product. And not I'm not saying it's never been a product before. It's always been a product. There's actually like a switch. I'm pretty sure in the early 1800s, the, the newspaper industry was more like entertainment to a point where if they needed to lie to you, it was seen as acceptable. You don't panic the the population and then something in the 1970s another shift and then from there it's been oh and then the war that's what it was the war uh, for the first world war that's when the media started being very political so i don't know i don't know why to read news why would you read news it's always depressing there's no news i mean if i need something depressing i just walk outside you know how many times you see someone drop something in an accident, spill their coffee, cry? I mean, I've seen a lot of people just live about their day in pain. So, yeah, I really don't need the news for that. It's not really about staying up to date. There's like this weird misnomer. It's like, I probably said that wrong too. But if you don't fight, like, the cause or something. <laughs> like, um... <laughs> it makes me laugh. It's like cute. <laughs> if you don't join this cause, you're you're a part of the problem. 
And everyone says it, and it's crazy. No matter what end you're on or where you are. It's like something um, that's pretty common. So I'm on trading view right now. And so here's the problem. I'm going to look up a stock. Imux, Immunic Therapeutics. Specializing in um, well, medication that helps with autoimmune disorders. So, anyways, uh, if I'm if I'm gonna look at this stock and I'm gonna like try to figure out what I like about it, my mind doesn't really know where to go. Like, first, I look at the news. I look at recent news, and I use a certain web browser so I can check maybe country by country if I want to. Um, there's other indicators. Let me see. let me look through these. There's hundreds, hundreds, and the point of that, like volume, weighted price, average, um, based on the volume, the average price, and it shows you a chart over time. RSI, relative strength index, price oscillators, moving averages. Shit divergence indicators everything that can lead you astray but that can help you it's kind of crazy and confusing what i've what i found to be pretty true for the most part for the most part there's nothing absolute about like th this is a crapshoot this is called i want to entertain myself with worldly affairs but make money doing it and have no boss or overhead or something. Um, but, but, the watch list, having about 10 stocks, 10 cryptos, whatever, barring any market, wide market change, influence, shenanigans, foolery, you usually can get an idea of how it's moving, how much it usually moves, what is like a good day for it, a bad day. Y you don't have to like check your charts and, and, ho and hope you remember every date on the dips so you know. I mean, you can remember the last dip it had and you can say, all right, I'm watching this because it's near the last dip and if it goes below that point, then maybe I want to check that out. I want to go see if I maybe should buy more, sell more. Basically, your your best shot is to not try to guess prices, but but understand how your stock is moving. Um, it's really hard to find any consistent form of prediction. Um, I do know that real time buyer and seller data. You can just see price activity pre market. And depending on how you're trading, it can help you. Primarily, like, trying to avoid the statement of putting all your eggs in one basket. Man, I got so many eggs in so many baskets. You know what I'm, like, I, I am so, like, beyond diversified. Like, I really am. That I can say for certain. <laughs> and um, I do it because I'm... I'm while it'd be cool to be rich tomorrow, and next year would be great, and two years from now would be amazing, and three three would be ideal. Ideal. I feel it's 
way more necessary to shoot for a 10 to 15 year goal. That's where I feel like real money can be accumulated. Yeah, you can make a lot of money in a year. But, you know, that's that's a little luck, a little chance, a little initiative. Blended in, cooked, salt, black pepper, God knows. You know what I mean? Like, you, you just, you don't know. You, you don't know. So, this is the best way I've found. Because over a 10 to 15 year period, diversifying your portfolio so much and holding holding no matter what the only thing you do is add the only thing you do is add and don't do margins do not do margins do not borrow from your brokerage to invest i have personally stabbed myself in the foot doing that it sucks i will say it it, it can make you money it has made me money but it is damn risky and when things aren't going good for your stock, you're paying interest on something you're not making money on. So you're losing even more money. Um, not good. But if you feel like, you know, you can dupe it, dupe it. Dupe. There's a high, strong chance that you can guess the stock of next week. But there's even a lower, strong stretch <laughs> that you can guess what's going to be big in 10 to 15 years. I really do think so. Pay attention to the world around you and make your guesses. Trust your experience. Trust your surroundings. If you see factories of some sort, you see businesses popping up a certain chain, a certain fast food chain, try to find out who funds the, the buildings. If you can find the firm on a brokerage account, um, I would say that's really good because uh, you know more than you think you do. And uh, there, there is this thing they say that it's like 1%. Uh, 1% of day traders make money. But thing isn't always about making money. Know where the money's going. It's not that you become a financial expert. Like, actually, I'm pretty... I'm pretty unknowledgeable, I would say. I don't know at all enough. Not at, not enough, like barely, like at all enough. I'm like below the enough line. And um, but I will say I have watched and learned a lot about how money moves, where it's moving, how <laughs> converged <laughs> all the money supply is in people's pockets, <laughs> whatever the right way of saying that is. And different sources of money from different types of banks to differences between index and mutual funds and even understanding that like a price earnings release and just say company beats expectations it might go down <laughs> you just you wouldn't think that but it happens all the time and sometimes it's because the anticipation of the earnings builds it so high and it just fires on down. I didn't know what yield curves were. I didn't really understand inflation rates. I never looked at unemployment charts. I never wanted to figure out how to read a balance sheet, earnings report. I'd never sought out that information before. And now it's moved me into other things that are I'm trying to harness skills. This is very like Robert Greene-esque, knowing 
what it is that Silicon Valley, for example, unless I breach that bubble and commit to that, my best chance is to know what they're creating and to be a Simon Cowell, to be a judge, to be able to say, this is good, this is bad. I wouldn't use this platform, I'd use this. Brand association is how I've determined about 80% of the products that I own now. So I would suggest doing that with your companies, with your assets. Would you use it? Even if you can't afford it, would you use it? Even if, even if you don't have access to it, does it seem cool? Does it seem like something, if you had an extra arm and a leg and maybe an extra week every month, you would look into? So, hoopla on the 1%. Hoopla on that. That's garbage. Because learning is great. It's a consistent tool that you can always rely on. And more than learning, it's about placing yourself in the world as a consumer and understanding that all of these products and all of these companies are trying to approach you. Thank you. Man, a crapshoot would, would be an understatement of investing in the stock market. Apparently, right now, the market is headed for the shitter. I don't know. I saw a video yesterday of this YouTuber telling me that because of something called the rainbow chart, that Bitcoin is headed for an upswing, and that it's vastly undersold. And everyone knows Bitcoin controls the entire crypto market, basically. Or at least it's seen as a con if it doesn't... So if Bitcoin jumps up 5%, if, let's say, VeChain pops up 0.25%, that's a problem, because it should be following it, apparently. That's off another YouTuber that I watched. Now I have a buddy at Ohio State. He's really in tune with the finance heads over there. He says it's all going to the shitter. I don't know. I, I Hell if I know. Every news company, it seems like interchangeably, goes between. Market's crashing. Here's a sign why. Market's bullish. Here's a sign why. Bleep, blah, blah. Signals everyone's ignoring on the positive and negative end. And truth be told, not everyone tells you to invest in the stock market. It's pretty controversial to tell someone to go invest. If you ask Robert Kiyosaki, for example, this is the first guy that introduced me to business. And like he doesn't do stocks. He says that's idiotic. You can't control it. He has hard assets like oil mines, gold mines, farms, plantations, real tangible resources. But then you're talking about extreme wealth, um, leveraging off debt. He talks about that a lot. Good debt, bad debt. Rich people are just full of debt, is his claim. Um, he operates on debt. And then you have like Michael Burry, who like sold off everything, apparently. Ray Dalio has been hypercritical of everything happening lately with both administrations, honestly. So definitely pick your poison. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things to trade also. So you can trade futures, future uh, contracts. You can trade options. You can day trade, swing trade, trade and hold. So have fun investing. 
I don't know. It's an interesting thing. Thank you for listening.